0: Welcome to our 101st day of Shaped by the Word, Season 3, uh, The Story of the Prophets. Uh, we've been reading through the prophecy of Isaiah, historically speaking. Uh, Isaiah uh, covers a broad range, you know, a range of you know, nearly 500 years of Israel's history. Uh, as he warns both uh, Judah and Israel before God's judgment comes, as God's judgment does overtake you know, the, uh, the northern kingdom you know, of Israel. Uh, And then he continues to warn, you know, Judah not to think that they're exempt and about the exile that will come. And then he talks about, you know, the return from the exile. But then he takes us well beyond that. And when you say 500 years, ultimately his vision is one that takes us into all of eternity, you know, the return of the true king who will reign on the throne and establish all of God's purposes, you know, forever. So all of these things are foreshadowing. And not only what is happening in Christ through the cross and the resurrection, but what will happen through Christ through the consummation, you know, as well. Mm-hmm. So yesterday we, we talked about, you know, the inadequacies of, you know, Babylon's, you know, gods. You know, today we'll kind of talk about uh, what uh, what those gods have reduced Babylon to. Mm-hmm. They had a grand moment. Uh, they were, you know, the most envied, you know, nation on the earth, their palaces, their hanging gardens, you know, their luxury, the the gold and the blue tile and you know, the majesty of it. And uh, you have all of that, you know, there's a sort of bright time that they shine and then it was reduced to absolutely nothing. And it's not to mean that there's not you know, not uh, you know, not, not temporary gain when we walk away from God, but it's not lasting and it's not fruitful and, and in it we lose you know we lose our sense of, jo- of joy so we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, this nation who had conquered israel and their ultimate you know destruction and god's destruction of them and we've been talking in the other sense about the nation that will conquer them that's in the persians and cyrus later on so those are all the historical threads that are going through so i hope that straighten that out for you it's a, <laughs> it's a very complicated time in history yes uh, that, but uh, as we continue to read, it's more about the history of Israel, less about the history of Israel, and what the history of Israel uh, shows us about who God is and His purposes, about His judgment, His righteous judgment, and about His mercy, which is deeply surprising. You know the patience and the love that He has for these you know for these people who are prone to wander away from Him. You know so often and so you know so strong. So we come back you know, to it, so we'll be reading in chapter 47, but before we read, uh, we offer ourselves, we offer this moment uh, to the Lord to see Him, to know Him, to be shaped by Him, and to be called once again into His purposes uh, you know, for our lives. So before we read, Cindy, do you mind leading us in a word of prayer?
1: No, I don't mind. Father, we thank you for this time. We... Um we approach this knowing, Father, that this is the very tool that you are using in our hearts and lives to continue to form us um, into an image that is that is Christ, and we thank you for that, Father. We just ask that you would teach us now, you open our eyes, open our minds, uh, convict our hearts where we need to be convicted, Father, of sin, and that you would encourage us in our faith and our walk with you. To in Christ's name we pray, amen.
0: Isaiah 47 Go down, sit in the dust, virgin daughter of Babylon. Sit on the ground without a throne, queen city of the Babylonians. No more will ye be called tender or delicate. Take millstones and grind flour, take off your veil. Lift up your skirts, bare your legs, and wade through the streams. Your nakedness will be exposed and your shame uncovered. I will take vengeance and I will spare no one. Our Redeemer, the Lord Almighty is His name, is the Holy One of Israel. Said in silence, go into darkness, queen city of Babylonians. No more will you be called queen of the kingdoms. I was angry with my people and desecrated my inheritance. I gave them into your hands, and you showed them no mercy. Even on the aids, you laid a very heavy yoke. You said, I am forever the eternal queen, but you did not consider these things or reflect on what might happen. Now then, listen, you lover of pleasure, lounging in your security and saying to yourself, I am, and there is none beside me. I will never be a widow or suffer the loss of children. Both of these will overtake you in a moment on a single day, loss of children and widowhood. They will come upon you in full measure in spite of your many sorceries and all your potent spells. You've trusted in your wickedness and have said, no one sees. Your wisdom and knowledge mislead you when you say to yourself, I am and there is none beside me. Disaster will come upon you and you will not know how to conjure it away. Calamity will fall upon you that cannot ward off with a ransom. A catastrophe you cannot foresee will suddenly come upon you. Keep on then in your magic spells and your many sorceries which have labored at since your childhood. Perhaps you'll succeed. Perhaps you'll cause terror. All the counsel you've received has only worn you out. Let your astrologers come forward, those stargazers who make predictions month by month. Let them save you from what is coming upon you. Surely they're like stubble. The fire will burn them up. They cannot even save themselves from the power of the flame. These are not coals for warmth. This is not a fire to sit by. This is all they are to you, those who have dealt with and labored with since childhood. All of them go in their error. There is not one that can save you. So again, we have a critique of Not only, you know, the idols that, you know, Babylon is worshiping, but what it has reduced, you know, them to. And what a, again, a beautiful word picture. This is not, you know, like a, a, you know, a piece of, you know, hard wood that will burn for a little while and then leave some coals and you can warm yourself by. This is just kind of like, you know, the grass that you burn, it's just there and gone. And, and James, you know, kind of says the same to us. You know, when we look at ourselves, he said, you're but a mess that is here today and, you know, gone, you know, tomorrow. And, and therefore, we shouldn't say, I'm going to do this or do that. but We should say, if the Lord wills. In other words, we should look at our lives and our history and our times through the lens of what God is doing and not what we want to do or what we want to accomplish. All of our stuff is so fleeting. And his stuff is you know, absolutely eternal, and I don't know if "stuff" is the right word to use for that. But anyway, deep theological term that I thought I'd bring in the podcast. It's in today. the original language. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, but we and we hear this and we read this, and we're like, "Oh man, that's that's really bad for them," you know. <laughs> and we just don't want to believe that any of this could ever be true of ourselves, mm-hmm. or, or true of our times, or our moment. That that surely we're not just those lovers of pleasure, longing for security, and saying to ourselves, you know. I am. There's no one besides me. I'll never be a widow. I'll never suffer loss. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we do have a so good, which sometimes is is kind of so scary. And, uh, and yet to be reminded that in all of that, you know, there's, there's nothing that can save us that, that we might think could save us, but there is just Mm -hmm. that one redeemer who we've talked about in the last few chapters as well. But yeah, just a really kind of crazy reminder of, uh, Mm -hmm. Life apart from the Lord and and His righteous judgment that comes to those that don't know Him.
0: And, and and you have the you know the sense you know let them you know conjure a spell you know to take care of this or mm-hmm. you know to to speak a word over this or even offer a ransom for this and these are all the things you know that you know that they have depended on and, and you know I guess you know that. Uh, at moments it can look as if those things are working uh, but they they you know never really are, and at moments you know they they have to have their moment and then they're they're gone, but it's the wisdom you know that comes from the Lord you know that is foundational and, and of course that's why Jesus tells the story of building a house and digging down mm-hmm. deep uh you know and something that'll not only stand for a moment and kind of be cute when times are good but something that'll stand in the storms of time you know as well mm-hmm. and, and of course. Uh, not only did Babylon get caught up in that, Israel got caught up in that, and, and of course we get caught up in that.
3: It yeah, would mm-hmm. critique too in verse five: sit in silence, go into darkness, Queen City of Babylonians. Mm-hmm. No more will you be called Queen Queen of Kingdoms. But I mean, the great irony is they're already they're already in darkness, you know. And and that's just seeing how how dark the darkness is, you know, how sin, how sinful sin is, mm-hmm. and the sin of not just God's people but the sin of the nations and. And we're seeing God's judgment. He's it's been on His people. Mm-hmm. It's been on the surrounding nations, you know. And, and when God judges, there there is no escaping the judgment that is to come, you know. Except for us, apart, you know, from Christ, that we we find the judgment lands on Him. Um, you yeah, know, but just hearing this critique and then hearing verse eight. Now then, listen, you lover of pleasure, lounging in your security and saying to yourself, mm-hmm. "I am, and there is none besides me," and then you might as well just write that about us mm-hmm. you, and. And do we hear the words of the Lord?
0: No, you know, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> the prophet's word is, "Woe to those who are complacent," you know, mm-hmm. in Zion. And, and that—that's us more than anything else. we're—we're we're, we're not, you know, we're caught up and in, in in the things of the world. We're really pressed into its agenda and pursuing its ends and its goals. And uh, we 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 get busy and we get distracted, and uh, we do, you know, kind of uh, live in in in. in Luxury mm-hmm. you know obviously we we don't think of that much because there's some people that are more indulgent than we are, but uh you mm-hmm. having just you know gotten back from Nigeria and seeing you mm-hmm. know seeing the contrast you know from mm-hmm. poverty to uh to you know, the wealth the incredible wealth you know that that we experience, not even in Babylon would people like us, mm-hmm. you know just non royalty you know uh, common people. I uh, haven't enjoyed the luxury, uh, that, you know, that we've enjoyed. And, and a lot of times it, it, it ruins us, and, and a lot of times we take for granted where it's come from. Mm-hmm. And, and we think that's going to be permanent.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, of course, the pleasure part, uh, you know, I can certainly love pleasure. I can certainly identify with that. But also lounging in your security. Um, we probably don't think about this, but we really are people who— you know, like to take care of ourselves, and we seem to have our own answers and provide our own way, and yet to think that um he uses this idea of widowhood i mean immediately instantaneously, you go from being this married woman who's cared for and is feel secure and has needs met to just losing it overnight and having just being in the throes of insecurity, and yet we're there because we've told ourselves that we're okay i mean our own wisdom it says we say to ourselves i am and there's none beside me we're so arrogant <laughs> uh,
0: that's what the lord it, should say yeah. Yeah, yes exactly no, but, and there is
3: what a, he's been saying uh, too. there yeah. is there is
0: a competition you've you've had that in earlier chapters that you know this week in verse you know in, in 44 and 45 i am and there is no other you're you're saying the same things are yourself yeah and uh you know so the when we really get to the heart of it, it's not so much, you know, the the luxury we live in or the things we look to security, it's the fact that we have elevated ourselves to places, right, right. you know, that only, you know, only God can fill and only God deserves. Mm-hmm. And uh, we certainly do have an iniqu- inadequate center when we have said of ourselves, I am, and mm-hmm. there there is none beside me. But that's kind of, the you know, the cry of the generation. It is. You know, I'm yeah. unique and I'm special and, you know, there, there's none like me and the whole world ought to revolve around me, you know. Uh, not quite. There, there is only one that has that, and your world should revolve around Him. You mm-hmm. uh, know, not only for His glory, but for your joy and and, mm-hmm. and, and for the nations, you know as well.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's even Christ that calls us. You know, if you want to follow Me? Well, I'm the one that didn't come to be served, but to mm-hmm. serve and to give My life as a ransom. And if that's kind of the beginnings of what it means to follow Christ, then obviously to to think so pridefully about ourselves and mm-hmm. so selfishly is so in contrast to what he would desire you know for his people and so yeah there's humility needed to follow christ and not a ton of humility here in verse uh chapter 47. Mm-hmm. absolutely
0: and uh, david once you uh, close this little word of prayer
2: let's pray uh, father thank you so much for just the reminders of your word that it, it, it brings before us our tendency to look out for ourselves and to elevate self, um, to to live for pleasure and security, um, thinking nothing bad will ever happen. And yet uh, we know that you've called us to something very different. And so um, may you do the the work that only you can do of, of helping us to believe that and to live in light of the calling of Christ. Um, may we be a humble people um, that look not just to our interests, but also to the interests of others as we serve and extend mercy and extend love and compassion and, and the beauty of the gospel to one another and those who are far from you we pray all in the name of Jesus